You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Whew. Okay, Zachary. We're done. Our election suite is done. Yeah, it's totally over. Um, I hope the election everybody is finally over. enjoyed the election this week. It was an extendo election. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. But oh, yeah, boy. thankfully that is behind us. Mm-hmm. It was fun though, and I think people found it informational. Oh, our, uh, our episode? Yeah. yeah, I know. was really. Uh, it, we got some great feedback, so thank you for everybody who... Um, Gave us feedback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and it was good for us, too, to brush up on all those topics right at that time. So, cool. Yes. It was fun, but also uh, difficult and tiring. And, and not that fun, And not honest. that fun. So, we're ready to just have a nice, relaxing podcast, right? I hope so. So, I tried to pick to the most relaxing, calming Hopefully not too difficult in the research topic that we could all just smile and lean back about. And you know what I picked? Hmm. Rainbows. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Zach and I actually saw um, a rainbow here yesterday. If any of you live in Los Angeles, there was, a, uh, there was actually a double rainbow. Um, yeah, our friends Kira and Kyle sent us a picture of a double rainbow. Yeah. And they're like, are you guys seeing this? And I looked out the window and saw a rainbow. And this, that's so. This is great that you picked that because I literally was looking at the rainbow and turned down to Katie and I was like, "What the heck is like? How? How? What is this? What is a rainbow? Yeah. What is going on there?" And I I do remember learning about that in like third grade science class or whatever. I I definitely remember us talking about it and I think it's a pretty simple yeah. explanation, but. Uh, I think, but I this mean, is perfect because now I'm excited to look it up. Yeah, there's a little bit of you know science behind it. it the light, you know, prisms are going to come into play. I think a little bit, but hopefully it won't be too deep. Um, also, do you remember you said to me when we looked at it, you were you said, "What did people in old time, you know, old ancient times?" What did they think when they saw a rainbow? Yeah. And if you, I think that would be fun too. If there's any kind of um, accounts, of yeah, accounts are just folklore from of like hundreds of years ago. You or know, thousands. people people th- thought of the sun as a god and things like that. You know, people had all kinds of interesting ideas attached to nature. Um, maybe there's some cool cool things people thought about rainbows too. I'm How sure could there you are. not? They're yeah. so cool. It's crazy. I know. There's just the sky, and then all of a sudden, there's all these colors in it. It's wild. They are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I remember my because you know. The Colors of the Rainbow spell out Roy G. Biv. I do know that. I remember my second grade teacher telling us, or uh, art teacher in second grade, whatever, mm-hmm. telling us that that was her husband's name. And I, like, dead serious <laughs> thought that was her husband's name for probably two years. Mr. Roy G. Biv? Uh-huh. Mr. Biv? Uh-huh. Cool. Her last name wasn't even Biv, but... <laughs> well, that's a great anecdote. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I think we should wrap up this intro and yeah. let me go learn. Okay, have fun. Ready, ready. Okay. A rainbow. A rainbow. What is it? So you want to know what makes a rainbow? Yeah. Okay, first I'll I'll say it. A rainbow? The sun must be behind you 
and the water must be in front of you. Oh, cool. Okay. Those are two essential conditions for a rainbow. Okay. Um, so we've probably all heard of refraction, right? Where I the have. light bends when it passes through, like, you know, a prism a or prism. water, you mm-hmm. know? That's called refraction. Uh, and that, that happens when light goes from one medium into another. Mm. It bends. So in this case, it's going from air into water. Mm-hmm. So interestingly... Water moves, or sorry, air, (laughs) I'll try this again, light moves almost 40% slower through water than it does through air. Really? Yeah. And everybody knows how fast light is. um, Yeah, it's really fast. (laughs) Considerably (laughs) slower through water. If you think about it, I move slower through water than air too. Like when you're in the pool and you try and run, it's really hard. Yeah, so it only makes sense. You can just run in the air. You and light have a lot of the same properties. We have a lot in common. So when the light is forced to bend upon hitting the water, the colors also begin to move at different speeds. Oh, cool. Yeah. So red is the fastest and then violet is the slowest. And I know we mentioned Roy G. Biv in the intro, but I don't know if we actually said it. That's Mm -hmm. an acronym for red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Did I miss any? No, you got it. Um, so those are the colors that comprise light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a rainbow. And a rainbow. So red moves the fastest, violet the slowest. And as the light bends, all of the different colors of light bend at different angles. Okay. So when they go in, if you can picture light coming out of a uh, prism, say, because we've all seen a little prism sitting on a desk, and when the light comes out, you see all the different colors Mm -hmm. the reason you're seeing the different colors is because they're coming out at different angles right the light's all Mm -hmm. going in the same Uh but these colors just bend at different angles and that's Uh what that's what kind of fans them out so the light is going in as like so we should say um i'm just gonna say this being the one who didn't just study this so i might be wrong but light is made up even though we see light as just white essentially it's made up of all of these different colors um technically and so when when the light gets bent going through water or a prism or whatever we're just seeing like a separation of all the different colors so it goes in as one stream of white but then it comes out as seven or however many correct um different streams broken up into the various colors yes in fact my next note was this seems like a good point this is literally what i have written this seems like a good point to mention that while we see light as white is actually uh composed of seven colors oh cool so good job oh thank Uh, you again red orange yellow green blue indigo and violet so they all enter the drop of water as white light but then they fan out and Mm -hmm. when they fan out that's called dispersion but the light isn't going through the raindrop so what's happening is the light goes into the raindrop hits the back of the raindrop mm-hmm. and then refracts back outward uh back towards your eye oh so it's like a bank shot like it bounces right. off the backboard exactly so it's not just passing through and fanning out into different colors like you see in a prism and maybe this is what's happening with the prism too but i'm just trying to paint a clearer picture mm-hmm. if you can just picture a circle that would be a raindrop the water or the the white light enters in on the left side hits the right side of that circle the mm-hmm. raindrop and then 
refracts at an angle mm-hmm. back out towards like the seven o'clock side of the circle that you're picturing in your head. Okay, sure. So the angle at which it hits the back of the drop and then reflect, reflect, refracts back towards the seven o'clock side of the circle, mm-hmm. that's about 42 degrees. Okay. So if you can picture that clearly, when the light refracts back out, the, the violet would be on top because okay. it's, it's like a mirror. So if the red goes in on top mm-hmm. and then hooks that 40 degree ang- 42 degree angle and comes back, the like red's now on the bottom. Flipping upside down. Sure. Right. Okay. The red's now on the bottom and the violet's on top. But when we see a rainbow... We see the red on top. We see the red on top. Everybody knows that. Right. But since when you're looking at a rainbow, you're looking into droplets of water and there are inevitably droplets lower than just one droplet sitting up there. Yeah. So when that light does refract out and the violet's on top... It appears that the violet's on the bottom of the other colors because it is, in fact, on top from the ones below it, if that makes sense. I know it's kind of hard to explain. I'm this sure it's even harder hard to, to picture. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're visualizing that single drop. You can picture the, mm-hmm. the white light going in, coming back out as seven colors, the red's on the bottom, the violet's on top. Mm-hmm. Now there's another droplet right below that. Yeah. Same thing. Light goes in, red's on bottom, violet's on top. Mm-hmm. But that violet... L- is on now under the red, the of, the red of the other one. Okay. Correct. So that's what you need to kind of All right. picture. It's confusing, but I trust it because I know that I see the red on top. Right. You can't really argue with it. Yeah. No matter if you understand it or not, because yeah. I certainly don't understand it. I should say that. Uh, I should have said that already. <laughs> so it's not only entering from one angle, though, the, the light entering mm-hmm. the raindrop. It's not just coming from one right. angle. Mm-hmm. It's entering from lots of different points. So it's reflecting out at a bunch of different angles, which you would think would make it blend back into white. Because if you yeah. have all these colors coming in, if they were only coming from one angle, they're fanning out. Mm-hmm. then you would see all the colors. But if they're coming in from all different angles, you would think that the colors would just be blended mm-hmm. and that they'd blend back together. But the red angle is actually like turning through the drop. So if you picture that white light coming in, reflecting off the back, going out towards 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. now picture that happening. Um, it, picture that, that light going in, but it's turning almost like, picture it turning counterclockwise as it's entering so that fans it all out but they maintain those same angles so it can't reflect back at you at more than 42 degrees for the red okay the red has its angle is 42 degrees the orange is slightly under 42 the green slightly under the orange the yellow slightly under the green and so on until the violet has an angle of 40 degrees. So is that why it looks the way it does? Because it's reflecting back at different angles? Well, that's what makes the light visible the way it is. Oh, all so separated. So if this is making any sense, they are all at their maximum brightness because they are all reflecting at their like optimal angle. Okay. They're all at their brightest. So you see them in the order, and again, you just kind of have to trust that this Mm -hmm. is true, and so so do I, because I'm just trying to make sense of it. So you see them in the order of red, orange, blue, yellow, green, indigo, and violet. Mm -hmm. And then below violet, no more colors are at their maximum brightness, so they mix again, and they're white. Oh, okay. Because they're all 
already peaking. Mm -hmm. So that's why, and this is interesting because I never realized this, the sky is always like significantly brighter. You can look up photos. The sky is always significantly brighter under a rainbow than it is over. Really? For that reason, because all of the light is at its maximum and then right under violet, it's blending back into white and none of that light is escaping above red. Ah. So the sky is a lot darker above a rainbow than below it. Wow. I know. And did I'm, you look up photos yeah, and see? It's, wow. it's like so obvious when That's you look at really photos. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's weird. Okay. Um, now, you're probably wondering about a double rainbow. I am. As we said, there was a double rainbow said, yeah. here yesterday. Well, like we said, we didn't see it, but there's... If you go on Instagram, everyone else saw it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that happens when water is also entering from a lower angle. So I get the sense that this is... You mean light? Yes. Sorry. Light uh -huh. is entering the water, the droplet, from a lower angle. So I, I think that this is rare, but it's not like so crazy. It's just like, yeah, it mm -hmm. probably happens one out of every 40 times that the conditions are right for a rainbow, you and know. to be fair, I think yesterday, wasn't it kind of later in the day that we saw the rainbow, so... Um, I don't remember what time it was, but maybe that has something to do with it. Because the sun would be lower then, and yeah. so the angle would be coming from lower. Yeah, I don't really understand that. I, I don't quite get it, to be honest, because if the angle's right for the first rainbow, where is the light coming from for the second rainbow? I Like, it, I can understand... I can understand the idea of it, but to me mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, wouldn't that just happen all the time then or never? So I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> but this turned out to be a much more a, complicated this topic this might than be a I thought. Bad episode. <laughs> uh, so that water's entering from a lower angle. It must enter below the midpoint of the drop. So that uh, the visualizing I was trying to create with the light coming in hitting the back of the raindrop and coming out at 7 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Picture the same thing, except now the light's coming in at about 7 o'clock, mm -hmm. going up to like 3, and then ref refracting out at about 10 o'clock okay. rather than 7 o'clock. So mm -hmm. almost just like the opposite. Yeah. Instead of coming in from the higher and bouncing out lower, it's coming from lower, bouncing out higher. Okay. And that uh, creates the second rainbow above the first one, which again is interesting because for the second rainbow... And that's the double rainbow, mm -hmm. which I think like the double, if there's a double rainbow, the second one is the one above it. Okay. It's always like a little bit fainter. The first one is the OG bottom rainbow. You got it. Mm -hmm. And with the double rainbow, the one on top, the colors are reversed. No. Did you ever notice that? No, I did not notice that. Yeah. So when you see a double rainbow, the one that's on top, red's on the bottom, then orange, then yellow. Are you serious? Yeah. I feel incredibly unobservant. How Isn't could that I weird? have not noticed that my entire life? I mean, I haven't seen that many double rainbows, but I feel like I've seen at least photos of a bunch of them. Yeah. Wow, that's I know, crazy. and I've never heard anybody even mention that. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and another thing about rainbows, since we're talking about them, is it okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, they're actually a full circle. So this is kind of hard to imagine mm -hmm. because we live on Earth and the Earth is always there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well... Does that really make sense? Uh, they are actually a full circle. The only reason they're not a full circle is because the Earth is in the way. Oh, so if we had a better view, we could see a whole circle, but there, but we it gets cut off by the Earth. I guess so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I need to say, this is all from uh, Physics Girl on YouTube, so shout out Physics Girl on YouTube. Physics Girl? Yeah. Wow, cool. Do you have any questions? 
Kind of. How, are you near the end of your research? Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, but I've got a lot of other cool stuff, but I'm basically okay. at the end of explaining how a uh, rainbow works. I feel like that's probably good. Um, it was, it was, it's very hard to understand, if I'm being totally honest, but I don't think that's your fault. I think this is a complicated topic. Um, that it's unique. Is, it's yeah. very unique. Okay, so to try to boil it down, the sun is entering the raindrop that fans out the colors. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing the individual colors. And that's pretty much and that's pretty much it. it. The and colors in- are at their, their peak angle. So they're at their maximum brightness, if you will. And that's what makes them so distinct. Mm-hmm. And they are kind of contained within that spectrum. And that's why it's blending back into white below that. And it's blending back into white although a much darker mm-hmm. white above that and and it looks curved to us because it's technically a full circle right and the reason it comes after rain is because that's when there's a bunch of water droplets in the sky water droplets in the sky yeah it doesn't need to just be when it's raining although it does need to be sunny that you right. need to have the sun um it can be you can see it in fog you can see it mm-hmm. in a single dew drop so it's any any water that light is passing through Mm -hmm. but usually we see it most times when it just rained the rain is over the sun the clouds clear the sun has come back out and now there's a happy rainbow yeah or it's still raining it could still be raining. yeah yeah true as long as it's sunny as long as it's sunny while it's and the sun's behind you and the sun is behind you and there's water droplets in the air oh boy um man i thought this was gonna go better it went well i'm surprised you went so scientific on it i guess um, There's no other way to go about it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. What what other stuff do you have for us? Is okay, it more this cultural? Is the Are stuff. there any leprechauns involved? Oh, it's very cultural. Okay, great. Uh, so everybody's heard about the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Oh, good. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And that is actually true. Okay. You just got to find it. You have to get there. Okay. So there are two ways that it's true. One is that uh, in like back you know, hundreds of years ago in Europe, a lot of people actually thought that fairies existed. Um, and that for some reason the fairies were super rich. I don't know what these fairies <laughs> did to, okay. how does a fairy get rich? Rich with like real money. Yeah. With real money, <laughs> like gold Yeah, in a cast iron pot. Fairies weigh silly. like, I, I mean, I've never seen a fairy, but I would imagine they weigh about an ounce. <laughs> how does it lug on a pot of gold? Also, why would it? What does it need it for? I can't imagine they're too involved in the economy. No. Yeah. I feel like they just need, like, honey or something. It leaves. That's all a fairy needs. Yeah, I don't know what they need. But anyway, apparently they uh, have a lot of money. <laughs> and these people thought that they buried their fortune at the end of rainbows. Oh. And then... I was just kidding about this being true. This isn't true. There's no pots of gold at the end of rainbows. But people did think this. Yeah, people thought that. Okay, yeah. Um, And then in Ireland, um, so Vikings came to Ireland. They tore it up. They just They stole everything. Oh, no. You know, they did the Viking thing. Yeah. And they uh, amassed a ton of money, and then they left Ireland. And people thought that they had hidden some, that they had left some behind and hidden it. And the legend goes that the leprechauns uh, found this hidden money, mm-hmm. and they don't trust humans, so they didn't want the humans to know that they found it, so they buried it at the end of the rainbow. Wow. And I was reading a website. Go ahead. I'm just thinking, 
why did the leprechauns need the money either? <laughs> All these woodland creatures, why do they need the money? It's a good question. It's a really good question. They could use a, a bit of plastic surgery. I've never seen a good-looking leprechaun, so maybe <laughs> they were planning on doing something with it. But uh, one of the rep websites I was reading said that this could be interpreted as a cautionary tale of not chasing after... I guess just to put it simply, not chasing after riches in life because oh. you can never get to the end of a rainbow. That doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So to pursue the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is... Is a uh, fruitless task. Is a, yeah, exactly. You will just be chasing forever. Yeah, you'll spend your life chasing something that doesn't even exist. Interesting. I like that interpretation. It kind yeah. of gives it a point. You know? Exactly. Aside from just goofy elves running around with pots of gold <laughs> that they can't even utilize um yeah but there are lots of other meanings and cultural beliefs about rainbows really yeah. did you know some this is i'm interested in this no i didn't know any of them but hearing them it's like oh, okay yeah i guess i've kind of heard that mm -hmm. talked about uh first in the bible after the flood uh noah's god, flood yes uh -huh. god sent a quote bow in the cloud as, mm. a, as a uh, like covenant or a promise and told Noah that he would never flood the earth again. Oh. And he said that anytime that rainbow appears in the cloud, he can call it a rainbow, but anytime mm -hmm. the bow appears in the clouds, uh, God will notice it and it'll serve as a reminder to him and to all of us that it's a promise that he'll never flood the earth again. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, me neither. I and never heard, heard that. I've heard the Noah story a lot. Wow. Yeah. And then in Norse religion, it's believed to be a bridge to heaven. See, like, I've, I've heard of that idea yeah, of it being a bridge sounds, to heaven. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that was reserved for, like, virtuous people. It was reserved for, I think, mainly, like, God himself and, mm -hmm. like, warriors. Mm -hmm. They get to take that rainbow bridge to heaven. That's cool. It's and then, that's an incentive to be a valiant human i guess i agree uh lots of cultures actually talk about it being a bridge to heaven i mean wow. too many to list uh and then in the hindu religion it's said to be a bow like as in a bow and arrow uh -huh. in the sky that the god of thunder uses to fire lightning bolts down to earth oh, which wow. makes sense because there's probably a lot of lightning bolts prior to time. a rainbow yeah you know? yeah so that's interesting a, yeah cool theory and then this is my favorite one Okay. And again, every culture has their ideas and, and legends and myths and or beliefs, literally, of what a rainbow is. But mm -hmm. this is my favorite one. This is coming out of Bulgaria. Okay. And this is a legend that states, walking under a rainbow will change your gender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's hilarious. They say what, that if you walk under a rainbow, that? a man will start to think like a woman and vice versa. Wow. And it doesn't end there. <laughs> and in Bulgaria, they also uh, have like a little saying that when there's a rainbow, that means that a bear is getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Bulgaria is such a hilarious place. It was great. Knew? I was looking through a list of all the different like cultural affiliations with rainbows, and I was like, eh, "This is like I'm just gonna. I have enough. I'm not Were gonna look any further." Very similar. No, very similar, yeah. and like you know, they just get redundant. And then I was like, "Well, let me just see if there's like one interesting one." And the first one I read after that was the Bulgaria one, and I was like, "Oh my god, that was perfect." <laughs> a bear is getting yeah. a bear. 
no other animal, just a bear. Look, there's a lot we don't know about the world. If a bear's out there having a wedding, maybe the fairies do That's need the money. That's true. That's so funny. I wonder, I mean, I kind of feel like the answer is no, but I wonder if that whole under rainbow change your gender has, I'm sure is no, has anything to do with the fact that now we know that like a rainbow flag has been, become a symbol of like the LGBT community. I um, wondered the same thing when I first read that. So I looked into the history uh-huh. and uh, no, it doesn't seem yeah. to have any <laughs> crossover. Like a, a goofy idea. Yeah. Also kind of like you said about the, um, about, you can't get to the end of a rainbow. You also can't walk under a rainbow. No, you can't. So. That's, that's physically not impossible. So maybe they're right. Maybe if any time, if you were able to do it, maybe they're right. But we just don't know because no one can really actually do it. You can't verify it. That is so funny. Yeah. So the 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 rainbow flag being mm-hmm. the symbol of gay pride was from 1978 in San mm-hmm. Francisco. There was an artist and I did not write his name down. I should have, because uh, I figured it would come up. Um, but I was reading, mm-hmm. and he was com- Harvey Milk. You mm-hmm. know, like the first yeah, yeah. out gay. I don't know what was he, senator or whatever. Think, yeah, somebody in government. Senator. I want to say he's mayor. Um, he told asked this artist to come up with a symbol uh-huh. for like the Pride Week that was coming up or yeah. something like. Something like that. There was an event coming up, and he was like, oh, we should have a symbol. And this artist, uh, I mean, he didn't create the rainbow, but he he adapted that as their symbol. And it was a little different in the beginning. I think it had, like, hot pink and turquoise in it, but mm-hmm. now it's uh, – I believe it's only six colors now. But um, Was it a flag? It was a flag, yes. Oh, okay, that was, cool. like, its original um, – its original use was as a flag, yeah. a banner, literally, that they would wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess now they say it kind of symbol... Like, I, it's a... it's a Not weird history, but it's just not a very clean timeline of, like, mm-hmm. they did it this on this day for this reason. But it's now thought of, I should say, as uh, the different colors representing the diversity within that community. Yeah. That's like what they, that's what they would say now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And I think there is a different flat, like there's a slight, I know for, um, to represent like transgender in spe- specifically, it's like slightly different colors. So I think that has been, um, y- you know, it, it has multiplied even in uses um yeah i think i know what you're talking about that's that's like brown or something like that i don't remember i uh, i don't remember like if i saw it i would know it i want to i think it's like like a rainbow flag but then it's got brown and yeah like light blue or turquoise or something on the bottom it's just one of those things you know if i saw it i could pick it out of a group but i can't tell you right now yeah i know what you mean colors are but um but, but yeah that's cool yeah so that's that's the history then i don't remember if i said that was in san francisco that's so new yeah you did that's so new but um to me it just is so ubiquitous now the rainbow flag for gay pride and the gay community um and when you said what'd you say 79 78 78 it feels so recent but i guess you know really embracing the gay community is kind of recent too um yeah yeah it's like i agree it does seem recent but then it's like well it probably couldn't have existed yeah. much earlier than that it's crazy how but now that's recognized all over the world really mm-hmm. i guess that makes sense that's cool yeah that's really cool awesome 
So every culture has their own legend about rainbows, and mm-hmm. if you know a cool one, let us know. Let us know. Oh my gosh! Because there are give so many, more. I couldn't have possibly read all of them or even began to research yeah. half of them. So I'm sure I, I skipped over some gems, such as a bear getting married. Yeah, so I know can one, see how if you once you hit that one, you figure nothing's yeah, going to talk this. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, cool. That's all I have. That that was great. That was great. The beginning was was a little scientific, a little a little um, you know, it took some concentrating to get through, but mm. um, then it got really fun. So hopefully everyone will enjoy this <laughs> breath of fresh air. <laughs> and uh, hopefully you have some other good podcasts coming out this week. <laughs> no, this one was good too. Guys, we're just burnt out from this whole election thing, but we're ready to to keep going and make even more exciting rainbow content for you. Trucking along. Okay, anything else? No, that was great. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.